0: What are you doing, Doc? I need fuel. Mm. Give me fuel, take the flash, hit me, trace it out of
1: Now, here are your hosts John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle.
0: Welcome back to Fantasy Fuel. We're gonna get you covered on all the weekend's games coming up. Uh, First, we're gonna do a little bit of news. I've got some fun news. I've got some interesting news. We've got some injury news. (laughs) But I have to start with the new endorsement for Isaiah Crowell. Did you hear about this one, Tom? I don't think so. You're gonna have to enlighten me on this. Uh, Do you remember his last touchdown celebration? Ooh. He used the football to wipe something on his body. Well, (laughs) we have a new company called Dude Wipes that just sent (laughs) Isaiah Crowell a crap ton of their product. There's a post on Twitter. It says, a wipe to remember. We've got you covered, Isaiah Crowell. And apparently this has gone fairly viral, uh, but yeah, I see pictures of him holding up these boxes with a smile on his face, and they are exactly what you think they are. They are yep. adult wet-, wet wipes catered towards men and their issues. Yes.
1: So I have seen them in the store, and I'm just like, really? Yes. Why not just get regular flushable wipes? I don't, I don't have to have dude wipes. Well, <laughs> I don't some know. It just dudes weird. do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess just whatever. I don't care what the box looks like. Just give just right. give me
0: something I can use. Well, speaking of crap, uh, let's talk about Case Keenum. <laughs> Case Keenum, yeah. has a passer rating of seventy two point one for the season right now, mm-hmm. which is worse than Trevor Simeon and Brock Osweiler's ratings from last season. Were Whew, that is not good company. Not. Good. Oh no, all. not at all. What What does Denver do? I mean, they almost pulled off a victory in yeah. Kansas City, but they tried some weird hook and ladder play instead <laughs> of doing a normal I, I don't know what they were doing, but they yeah. lost and Case Keenum isn't looking any better than he was. Yeah, <sighs> it, it's that whole division is interesting. I mean, you got the the Raiders who Finally won a game against the Browns in extreme fashion because from what I've heard, I didn't get to watch the game, but from what I've heard, there was a bunch of terrible penalties and officiating calls in that game. So I don't know if the Raiders got handed that game or what. Well, it does seem like it's just in general officiating
1: this year has just been just crazy. And that, that can be the new rules that have been set in place as well. But, man, it just seems like, Penalty, 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 and it just... Yeah, I I I don't know where the NFL is heading right now, but I do see a lot more penalties lately.
0: Well, this might be where they're heading. Some numbers for the first yeah. quarter of the NFL season. 3,030 points scored is the most through Week 4 in NFL history. Okay. 344 touchdowns are the most, most through Week 4 in NFL history. And 228 (laughs) touchdown passes are the most through week four in NFL history. Yeah, sounds like uh, (laughs) passing is the way to go anymore. Well, I mean, we can't touch quarterbacks, so they got a little more time than they used to. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Even when you do touch
1: the quarterback, you hug him, and then he scrambles away and gains a couple yards. Right. I
0: mean, you just got <laughs> yeah, to was... make sure that you don't give up too many yards after the hug. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great new stat. I think Yards it is. after hug. Oh, uh, I'm going to have to put that one on Twitter <laughs> when we get done with this show. Uh, one more Case Keenum stat before we move on. Okay. Uh, former Vikings quarterback Case Keenum, not with the Broncos, mm-hmm. and Sam Bradford. Now with the Cardinals and benched, have combined this season for five touchdown passes and oh. ten interceptions. Oh <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's that's really,
1: really special. That is not good. Two quarterbacks combined can't even get more than five touchdowns and they're double digits
0: <laughs> together in interceptions. Yes. Oh man! At least the Cardinals have already used the dude wipes and got rid of Bradford. <laughs> <laughs> but the Broncos still have a situation. And Where are you going to go? Maybe I, I I I don't know what else options you have. I mean, you
1: might as well just try another option. But <laughs> yeah, Keenum's your best option. It's no question. It's just
0: Ugh. not good. Uh, one more dude wipe scenario uh eli manning is just three of 12 on passes 20 plus yards downfield this season yeah that is like ben mcadoo 2.0 offense like (laughs) are they even trying to do something different than they did last year because uh from what i remember it didn't work last year no it didn't and i'm i'm gonna say it again
1: This is Eli's last year, and I think he's already thinking that. He's probably just thinking, I just got to get through this year, get my money, and then I'm done. Like, I don't think he cares anymore. I really
0: don't. Uh, We'll never be able to tell. We've gone through that before. Uh, No matter how many different faces he has (laughs) made, I'm not sure what's going through his head. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I I think it's got to be. The Giants – could still be you know, in the top five for draft pick this year. So yeah. <laughs> they might as well just call it a, just call another it. year <laughs> and try to I get mean, one of the quarterbacks again. You I already got
1: Barkley. I mean, you did that, so that's a, that was a good move. Although if, <laughs> if they wouldn't have done the Barkley scenario and wouldn't have got a quarterback, maybe they're not in this situation. That's very true. I don't know.
0: (laughs) That's a good one. Well, we've gone through enough dude wipes (laughs) stories, (laughs) so we'll go to a happier story, and we go to Kansas City where we have been talking about Pat Mahomes Mm -hmm. all year. He didn't have a crazy great fantasy game this week, but he won. He made a cool little left-handed pass, and he scrambled around and got a whole bunch of yards out of the pocket. Well, this is his worst game as a Chiefs starter. And in this game, the broncos thirty eight game streak of not allowing a three hundred yard passer uh was ended. He scored his first career rushing touchdown, still has not committed a turnover and orchestrated a fourth quarter comeback on the road versus divisional foe so his no, yeah his numbers uh, didn't look like <laughs> you know anything
1: special, but he's still got he's still something special right now he's he's leading them to a win in the fourth quarter. That's everything you want out of a quarterback. I mean, if you just, one, get the win. If you the win, I don't really care how you look as long as you're winning. But, I mean, the right. way he looks, it's this guy is something special. And going forward, I can't believe that he's not going to be something. Um, it, maybe not something special every single week, but something that's going to give you a chance to win. That's all
0: you need from a quarterback. I mean, if he can be a combination – of Brett Favre and Alex Smith, somewhere <laughs> in between there, that, he's going to be a very special yeah. quarterback for oh, the yeah, long no haul. Doubt
1: about that, because yeah, I was just going to say Alex Smith is completely game management type, and Brett Favre is completely opposite. I'm just going to throw it and see what happens. Yeah, but that's basically yes. what I've seen out of him so far, and that is, you know, I'm going to throw it, see what happens, but I'm going to make sure that these throws aren't uh, risks. I'm going to make sure they're on point and they're right. And
0: what I've seen out of him so far has been great. Patrick Mahomes himself has said the team is keeping him from getting a big head by imitating his voice. And apparently nobody does it better than Andy <laughs> Reid. <laughs> oh, we got we to hear a little bit of Andy
1: Reid doing that. <laughs>
0: yes, I've got to look for that. And for anybody out there that it has not heard yet, and I don't think it's been widely you know, mm-hmm. spread, uh, but Patrick Mahomes sounds a little like mm-hmm. Kermit the Frog. Uh maybe one of these days we'll be able to get an interview with uh Patrick <laughs> Mahomes and his Kermit the Frog voice. So look forward to that in the near future, maybe. Uh one last thing that I have to throw out there that I forgot I had on my slate to talk about was um Mr. Cole Beasley had an interesting quote the other day. Wide receiver mm-hmm. for the Cowboys, Cole Beasley uh, was asked about the passing game issues, and he said, we're just getting open. That's all we can <laughs> do. If you watch the tape, that's all you've got to do. <laughs> that's not a ringing endorsement for one no. day, Prescott.
1: Hey, we're open. I, I can't do nothing else. I'm open. He's not throwing me the ball. <laughs> I, what am I? I can't do nothing. That is, yeah. yeah, wow. What a way to back up your quarterback.
0: Perhaps the Cowboys and Giants both. <laughs> We'll be looking in the draft for a quarterback this coming. They might
1: season. be darn close in picks too, because the way that they're both going right now <laughs> is not very
0: good. Yeah, uh, and the Cowboys actually have beaten the Giants yeah, already, yep. so they're going to get the worse of the two quarterbacks <laughs> as of right now. Yeah. A point. <laughs> uh, don't put. Well, the Jets probably won't get a, get a quarterback,
1: but don't put the Jets out of that high pick right there, because we are not Oof, looking very yeah.
0: good. No, we'll, we'll talk more about them when we uh, get to that game. But speaking of, we will jump right into the slate of games because I know it's going to okay. be a lot to talk about. Uh, there's only two teams on by this week, Chicago mm-hmm. and Tampa Bay. And when we get to some of the games, uh, I've got some IDP uh, players I'd like to suggest if you're missing Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, Vinny Curry, Mm. JPP, some of those defensive line guys. I've got a couple of games that I've got some players that you might want to take a look at this week. But we'll start with the Thursday night game, which used to be one of the biggest games that we look for every year, (laughs) if not in the regular season, in the postseason. It used to be Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady and now it's just Andrew Luck versus Tom Brady but these teams are not exactly what they used to be
1: no not really especially the the uh the Colts it's just not they their team in general just not that good and i think that the Patriots are back on path to where they need to be the offense looks a lot better from what i've seen last week and I, listen i kind of knew they were going to I just had a feeling they weren't going to lose this game. You know, they were going to go out there and just no. annihilate the Dolphins. And I think now that Julian Edelman is back, yeah, I mean, his return, it, it just – it's it's going to add so much. And I think he's going to get a ton of looks and probably a ton of catches too because, listen – The cornerbacks of the Colts right now, they're all, like, so many of them are hurt. Their secondary is just so bad. Quincy Wilson's out. Nate Hairston is out. Kenny Moore, it's just, they're just banged up. This is crazy. And I don't know what's happening with Josh Gordon right now. I think that Gordon, Dorsett, Hogan, I don't know. I think Tom Brady's just going to get back with Edelman and just just start launching them to him. You know, the little, not launching it, it's not really him, (laughs) but it's just going to be just, I I just have this feeling
0: that he's going to be the only target. Uh, Like, he's power. He's back. I have to have him. And Rob Gronkowski is not a guarantee to play this Thursday. He's got some issues. Uh, He got in somewhat of a practice today, but it's still, we don't know if he's going to play until closer Mm -hmm. to game time. So... It could be nothing but Julian Edelman and dump-offs to the running backs all game long, and it works. (laughs) So if Gronk is out, I'm not saying that the Colts have a much better shot, especially because they're going to be without three of their main offensive (laughs) weapons. T.Y. Hilton, Marlon Mack, and Jack Doyle are all out for this game. So you're looking at Eric Ebron, Jordan Wilkins, Nyam Hines. Ryan Grant and Zach Pascal. Yeah, Pascal. He's actually been somewhat
1: surprising. I have him. Yes. I have him in the flag league, and he has actually produced some points. It's not enough for me to be like, I got to start this guy,
0: <laughs> but it's
1: enough to, for me to think about it.
0: Like, right. if it were a bigger bye week for teams if there were 16 bye weeks he would be a starter in the flag league no matter what and even Mm -hmm. in 12 team leagues he would have his place possibly if you were in a pinch Uh, I could see him at least getting a bunch of looks I don't know what he'll do with them but he's worth a look in deeper leagues. yeah I'm
1: considering him right now as well in the flag league it's just not it's still a risk. <laughs> yeah, <all big laughs> I, I, it's really hard for me to take a big risk, but I I, I kind of have to a little bit this week because I do have a little bit of a situation.
0: I don't remember exactly what it is. I'm not going to look it up, but yeah. Uh, I told everybody to go out and buy Andrew Luck last week, mm. and he came out when mm-hmm. he did his thing. Uh, not saying the Colts are any better of a team, but he will probably have to throw the ball a bunch against Indianapolis with... Not a very good running game, and Nyam Hines being one of the best running backs they have, but he scores most of the points out of the passing game. So PPR leagues this week, I am firing up Nyam Hines if I have a spot for him, and I'm sure he's probably still cheap in DFS, so he's worth a look there if you're playing the full docket or even just the Thursday night portion of it, you're going to want to get Niam Hines in there somehow. I
1: agree with that, and I think that another guy on DFS that I might want on the other side, on the other team, is probably going to be uh, Sony Michelle because I think he's going to be cheap.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know how cheap he will be, if I can look it up really yeah. quick here. Uh, let's see, NFL, and this is DraftKings, this is all I'm playing in this year. Um, let's see. Where's the Thursday night showdown Sony Michelle. Oh, this doesn't, this is not a good one because it's just, is just for Thursday night. So he's 10,800 <laughs> on Thursday night, but you got to fill up a whole league with just yeah, those players. There's no way he's
1: that much in a regular one,
0: but so let's see if I can. There's a Thursday through Monday one. That will give me a mm-hmm. better idea. Running back Sony Michelle, where is he? He can't. Oh, he is 50, only fifty four hundred. Yeah. So yeah, just he say I don't think cheap. he's.
1: I, I don't. I can't see him being more than six thousand. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. I I think James White will be much better, but he's probably a lot more expensive as well. But I do think uh, if I'm tr- playing in, in any of the Thursday night games in DFS, or even if I got James White, I'm. I'm considering him heavily because I do believe he's gonna get a lot of dump off
0: passes. Yeah, definitely this week. Uh like we've said before, Hogan has not been stepping up. Right. Josh Gordon only played eighteen of eighty one right. snaps this last week. Uh and Julian Edelman's back. Gronkowski might not play Dwayne Allen if he replaces Gronkowski is not a fantasy nope. asset. So yeah, James White, Sony Michelle, and Julian Edelman. I'm more than happy to play mm-hmm. this Thursday. Uh, moving along, Tennessee at Buffalo. This, uh, man, <laughs> uh, Tennessee broke the hearts of all Eagles fans. Well, actually, the Eagles broke the <laughs> hearts of all Eagles fans this last week because we were the first team ever to give up four or three fourth down conversions in overtime.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's not good. And I have to game. say one thing, though. I feel really bad to all the Titans fans <laughs> because I have been bashing them they are they're legit they are legit i have to say the titans are legit they are playoff caliber football team right now it just doesn't look pretty like they don't go out there and just say oh they're knocking my socks off i see everything i see is amazing but they get the win they get the win that's kind of how they did it last year they just got the win didn't have to be pretty it was ugly most of the time and it Ugly every every single time so far this week or this year I've seen it. It's just it's just really strange to see an ugly win like it just constantly. That's all it is with them. It's ugly, 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 but they win, win, win.
0: Yep, I I told you I was yeah scared. I didn't know what to expect, and they came in and Carson didn't no. look bad. We just for whatever reason after the first half we just couldn't get mm-hmm. it going again. And our defense just fell apart in the fourth quarter in overtime because we, we, we marched down the field to tie it up towards the end of regulation, mm-hmm. and we should have had more opportunities to get in the end zone. And then we did the same thing on the first drive of overtime, and I'm like, oh, yeah, just get it in, <laughs> score it, end it right now. And then three fourth-down conversions, although one of them, if you looked on replay, there was a fairly clear block yeah. in the back. I'm not going to say mm-hmm. anything. That <laughs> is is what it is. Can't take it back. I can't get no. a W out of it. So, But Tennessee at Buffalo, um, I don't know what to expect fantasy-wise. Corey Davis finally mm, broke yeah. out of his shell against the Eagles. Of course, I've been bashing him, so that is very <laughs> apropos that <laughs> he has his coming <laughs> yeah. out party against the Eagles. Scores his first career touchdown against us. But them running backs, they're just not doing no, they're not. Much but I, I kind
1: of have this. It's it's the Bills. I kind of don't know what the Bills are going to give you, or give anything right now. I it's it's kind of up in the air with them right now because they had a really good week. They've had a lot of bad weeks, but I kind of I kind of got this weird feeling about Derrick Henry this week. I don't know what it is, but I just kind of think he's going to break out this week. And if that's the case, I would kind of just you know. Sell them to whoever wants them. Let them break out because if you got them sitting there, probably haven't started them yet. Well, maybe the first week you did, but after that you probably haven't. But I think Deion Lewis does well too. I I actually think this is one of these games that they're just going to grind it out, grind it out, grind it out, because I can't imagine the Bills getting a lead on that defense. I I think that defense is just a little too good.
0: So I just think it's going to be a lot of handing off. Well, and there again, that could be your contrarian play of the week yeah, in DraftKings. Yeah. Uh, Derrick Henry is 4,400. Yeah, there it is. So that mm-hmm. could be your play of the week right there. You heard <laughs> it here first from Mr. Tuttle. Play Derrick and, and I'm, Henry. And I'm down on Derrick uh, <laughs> Henry. I, I have not been high on him. But I just there's, it's something
1: about this matchup and something about him not having a big game yet. Kind of just you put it together, it just kind of feels right this week. I don't know what it is, just yeah, kind of feels. It makes right.
0: sense. It makes sense. I have nothing to say about Buffalo. Yeah. There is nobody no. that I want to play Mm-mm. at all in fantasy. Not even LaShawn McCoy. Nope. I. It's hard to. I mean, I have to. Yeah, if you're in a league, league like league that, yeah, sit him. But ugh. So yeah, all right. Uh, next game is Miami at Cincinnati. Miami mm-hmm. just got yes, embarrassed, they did. and Cincinnati pulled out a victory. So, yeah, 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 um,
1: boy, Cincinnati looks a lot better than I thought they would this year. I just, I don't know what yeah. to think because is Miami going to come back and actually be a legit team this week, or are they going to go back to what they just did last week? <laughs> I think that, I think uh, Boyd and Green will have big games. I, I. Th- it's tough because you look at Bernard and you think, man, I don't really like Bernard that much. But he's been producing every single week, and yeah, he and Andy Dalton. I mean, <laughs> the guy is consistent. He has been. It's like Flacco this year. He's just so consistent. He's actually been really good this year for Dalton. I, I, I these are the, the only guys you can really rely on in the offense. If you go on IDP, there's other choices there too, but. I mean, I don't know. John Ross hasn't been horrible either, so I don't know. It's it's kind of like it's a it's a solid team, I think. In in fantasy football, you're you're looking at two wide receivers. You like both of them. You're running back. You like them, and Andy Dalton looks pretty good too. So I'm I'm all good with them. Yeah, they've been consistent, and that's what we like
0: to see. So, I mean, ever since Tyler Boyd had his game in Week 2, he's been great every game. Last game, he had 11 for 100. That's 21 points in a PPR. You cannot ask for anything more out of a number two wide receiver. I'm going to switch gears and go to the other team. What do you think about Kenny Stills? Wow. He uh, Mm -hmm. came out like gangbusters, and he has been fairly quiet ever since. I don't know what to think about that. Because uh, Miami was three and zero, so nobody was talking about it. But they get embarrassed yep. by New England, and now all of a sudden it's a question. So, yeah, fantasy wise, I'm not. I can't trust Stills right now. So if you have another option, you definitely need to get him in there. Yeah, I agree with that. But if you don't have an option, you just roll them because yeah, you're gonna have to. <laughs> He's a
1: still starting wide receiver. He's gonna give you something. But yep, yeah, it's just it's he started out re- great, and everybody thought, okay, right, well, maybe this is this is the. It's Kenny Stills that everybody's been waiting for, and then he went kind of right back to where he was last year and years before. So,
0: yep, I expect a fairly decent game out of everybody on Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and I think Miami got shown what they really are. And yeah. Ryan Tannehill is going to come out, and he's going to have to throw a lot, and their running game sucks, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that mean the Jets. They weren't really competitive in the game they played against Miami, but they were there. They were relevant. And if you can't beat the Jets handily, what they kind of did, what they didn't at the same time, you know you're not that great of a team. And then you go play a team that is a good team, and you get crushed. Yeah. So that's kind of what it is. (laughs) I don't know.
0: Yep. All right. Uh, Next game is Baltimore at Cleveland. So we're back. Cleveland's back at home against the very old former Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. And Cleveland just just barely lost forty five mm-hmm. to forty two versus the Raiders last week. So there was lots of fantasy points to be had in yeah. that game. Um I'm looking here uh Derek Carr finally Went off 437 yards and four touchdowns. Mayfield did just fine, almost 302 yep. touchdowns. Nick Chubb had his big long run, so you know, three carries for 105 yards and a touchdown looks great, <laughs> but it's not something you can trust. Uh, the receivers were a little just down, there
1: wasn't much, a, yeah. yeah. I still believe in Jarvis Landry, I think he's going to be fine every week, but. Yeah, I was a little down. He still got you decent points if you're starting him, which is, you probably are every week. Yeah, I was gonna, I was going to ask you about Nick Chubb what you thought about it, but you kind of already covered <laughs> kinda, it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I I will say Njoku has been a disappointment. Although I don't really know he had like I do know. Five for
0: fifty two. So if you played him yeah. last week in a PPR, you're fine. You can't mm-hmm. ask much more out of your tight end position this year.
1: It's just he's one of these guys. It seems like you might. Just it might be an inconsistent type of, yeah. You don't want to start them because you don't know what you're gonna get. So I don't know. I just I'm I'm leaning away from Enjoker right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you have another option, of course you're gonna to have to ask yourself that. But there's not a lot of options at tight ends this year. Uh, yeah, oh man. <laughs> I saw. I, let me tell you. <laughs> before you go there, I saw a meme picture of some kind. I don't remember if it was on Facebook or Twitter and it was one of those flow charts like, you know, if yes then this, if no then that kind of deal. And it was like, uh, is your tight end injured? Uh, no, go ahead and start him. Yes, consider starting him. Like there's, there's not much else you can do this year, so.
1: I have like five tight ends and they're all like bench tight ends, they're backup <laughs> tight ends. Uh, Charles Clay is the one that's not a backup, and I don't feel like I can start him ever. <laughs> Although he did he did okay last week, but just oh, it's just not good. Yeah. Although with Eifert being out, I might have might have somebody. There.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, I was looking. I don't remember. Oh, I think I have to check. I haven't uh, seen if I got my waiver wire additions, but I did try to get CJ Uzoma in my other mm-hmm. sixteen team. Salary cap league because I only have Ertz and Vernon Davis in that one, so I will need somebody for (laughs) when Ertz is on by because I don't think Vernon Davis unless, you know, Jordan Reed goes down, which is always a possibility. (laughs) Yeah, it is. But uh, this this game, we haven't really talked about this game. Baltimore, uh, Joe Flacco has been very solid. Mm -hmm. The receivers have been very solid. Mm-hmm. John Brown has been everything and more than people could have hoped. He has been so yeah. far through his career. Um, the only run uh, issue for the Ravens is the running backs. Uh, it's been terrible. Alex,
1: <laughs> Alex Collins, <laughs> Buck Allen. What do you? I I don't I don't know what to make out of either one of them right
0: now. I thought Collins was going to take that backfield, but he hasn't. No. Uh, last week, uh, Collins and Allen had 11 and 10 carries for a total of 72 yards between the two of them. They yep. both had a long of 11, so that means mm-hmm. their rest of their carries were just garbage. They only had 2 and 1 targets on the day, and the mm-hmm. Baltimore Ravens won 26-14 to against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you can't be mad at them because the team is winning, on the back yeah, of Joe Flacco. Winning, going, you, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you're winning, what are you going to do? <laughs> you can't just keep handing off just to do it. you got to stick to your formula, and your formula is going to – if it's going to give you wins, you do what you got to do. Yeah. So I don't know how much you can trust in these guys right now because they are winning. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, I'm playing John Brown every week. Uh, he is now yeah. an every week starter. If you have him and you don't have, you know – uh, elite options John Brown yeah, is starting is that... to become a fantasy elite option
1: yeah he is um, I wouldn't say Willie Sneed's elite but yeah. I'm starting him almost every week in the flag league because <laughs> I, he's just he's been very consistent giving yeah. you about 10 points every single week and that's all I want from him
0: yeah that's all you can ask for so yeah yeah fire up your Baltimore Ravens wide receivers in deep leagues and John Brown in shallow leagues even Mm-hmm. And on the Cleveland side we're still we're not sold on everybody except for Jarvis Landry still Antonio Callaway right. does have DFS appeal this week because he's basically their only deep threat. Landry isn't yes. really the deep threat so he could be one of those sneaky guys one of those other contrarian plays this week in DFS yep uh, I agree moving along to an NFC North showdown Green Bay at Detroit so Aaron Rodgers gets a break from any kind of weather conditions or weird fields and gets to play in the dome maybe his <laughs> knee gets a little healthier they say he's looking a little better maybe Aaron Rodgers will finally just blow up yeah uh, we'll we'll find out
1: <laughs> yeah it's I don't. Know, I really, honestly, can't. I can't say anything about Aaron Rodgers right now until I see something, to where he's going to just be the old Aaron Rodgers. And yeah, they won last week, and it was, it seemed like it was easy, but I just didn't see the old Aaron Rodgers. Now in this matchup, I kind of feel that Carryon Johnson. And I talked about him last week or the week before. And I thought he was going to be good. I think he's going to be consistently good for the rest of the year. I think he has got something that no other running back in that backfield has, and I think he's going to be a good play this week and possibly throughout throughout the rest of the uh, the year for the Lions. Um, I don't know what thing about Tate. I don't know what thing about. Well, I know what thing about Jones, but I think again, Kenny Galladay is a must start. Every single week right now.
0: Kenny Galladay uh, should be just fine. Uh, Kerryon Johnson only had nine carries last week for 55 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Only one target for a yard. So he's not been involved in the passing game much. Golden Tate went off last week. And I I think he could do the same this week too. Uh, But It's possible, yes. They might not need to if the Packers can't put points up on the board because their wide receivers are banked up.
1: Yeah. Adams
0: is hurt. Allison has uh, the concussion. I don't know that he's been cleared yet. Randall Cobb is battling injuries. So uh, Valdez-Scantling, maybe they bring up another one of their guys, Javon Moore at EQ, Equinamia St. Brown. Mm-hmm. We may see more of them this week. Maybe we'll see more <laughs> Jimmy Graham. He finally showed up, you know, scored a touchdown. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, but... I think either quarterback is a fine play in that game, Stafford, or Rodgers. If you've got yeah, not him, you got to s- play him. I just
1: want to be clear, I'm not going to sit Rodgers. I just don't know really what to think about him right now. I, if I have him, I'm starting him every week. Unless, of course, you got somebody else who elite. Well, I don't know why you would have two elite quarterbacks unless you got Lucky. <laughs> Like, and you have Mahomes, he was supposed to be your backup.
0: You're probably playing Mahomes over Aaron Rodgers right now. Maybe not this week because our next game on the slate is Jacksonville at Kansas City. This is the test. We're going to find out what Patrick Mahomes has because that Jacksonville defense is not going to let up against him.
1: No, it's not. But I will say something about their (laughs) offense, and that is
0: Fournette. Uh, what is going on <laughs> right now? I'm, I'm going to say can't this again. Be serious. Neither Tom nor I have any <laughs> shares of Leonard Fournette. We talked about it <laughs> preseason multiple times. We just were not a hundred percent sure about Fournette and these nagging injuries that he gets. Yeah, and when last year when he was
1: on the field, he was amazing. But he has to be on the field, and I think that T.J. Yeldon is going to be really good this this week because he, he has now scored 14 PPR points in three of the last four games this year. And he has a great matchup against the Chiefs. I, 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 Kansas City allows the second most fantasy points to the opposing running backs. And eight running backs have either scored or gained 100 yards against this defense. So I think... T.J. Yeldon has a great matchup. I think he's going to be fine. The Chiefs are the Chiefs are third in the NFL in receptions allowed to running backs with 31, behind just Atlanta 42 and oh, wow. San Francisco with 35, hmm. which is good for Yeldon in the passing game. Oh, so yeah. I, I mean, I'm just saying he's got 14 receptions this season, including the nine, including nine in the last two games. So four nuts out. Fire up,
0: fire fire up <laughs> Yeldon. Oh yeah, Fournette is out. I think he's already been ruled out this yeah, week. I know. Yep. And TJ Yeldon is only fifty six hundred on DraftKings, so he's gonna be in oh, a yeah. lot of mm-hmm. lineups this week.
1: That might be a reason you stay away from him in DFS though, because sometimes oh, yeah, when no. people when he's a popular player and he's
0: cheap, you might wanna not go there. You might want to He's try not a tournament his. play this week. He will be yes. on everybody's. He'll, he's a cash game play yep. where you just go up against one person and you make sure that you're getting points out of every position, mm-hmm. not trying for that home run. Uh, so, yeah, TJ Yeldon, get him in your lineups in year long stuff and cash play, but not tournament play in DFS. Mm-hmm. And is there any reason that we should be considering benching Patrick Mahomes even against Jacksonville? Um,
1: <laughs> if you got Aaron Rodgers <laughs> or if you got, I don't know, if you got somebody else you know it's going to put up the numbers, you can consider it, but I wouldn't. I'd still put him in. i, I I'm somebody that usually goes with, I don't wanna say hot hand, but I if you're putting points up and every week you have done it and you've been consistent, I have no reason to believe that you're gonna all of a sudden fall off the map. And I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. Jacksonville is a great defense, but I think he's gonna be fine. He he he's gonna get two touchdowns. I'm gonna to put it out there. You get two
0: touchdowns, I think he's very fantasy relevant. All right. Sounds good to me. Um, I can't bench anybody else on Kansas City right now. We're all playing yeah. Tyreek and yep. Kareem Hunt had a really good game yeah. last week, so mm-hmm. you're feeling a little better about him in the flag league, I'm sure.
1: Yes, I am cuz I, I surely needed him. And I, last week was a bad week for everybody except for Hunt on my team, I, and I I split him. That's really all I wanted to do because there's no way I was going to win the one game, but the other game was a lot closer. I was just happy I split both the double headers, and I think we're done with double headers in that yes, league. we're
0: done for double Whew. headers for the year. So. That's nerve wracking. I tell one you what, one week at a time. Yes, <laughs> you don't want to lose both games because that's a big, big problem. If you do, oh yeah, it's it's a huge hole to climb yourself out of. Not yeah. saying we can't do it, but it is it's a huge hole. And speaking of huge holes, uh, Denver at the Jets. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I don't expect the Jets to win
1: this game. I but Denver's not that good. <laughs> the Jets could win this game. I state every week. I feel like they have a chance every single week, but I just I don't see it. And one thing I will say about the uh, the Broncos is because of Jake Butt and his ACL problem, I think Jeff Hierman it he gets in the game and he he actually becomes something relevant for this team and the Jets really haven't been tested. I mean, they, Njoku was the one week they were tested. They haven't been tested in the tight end position, and I really do think that that might be something that the Denver Broncos want to exploit and try and get Hireman into this game. So I think that if you have Hireman, or if he's, you probably don't. I mean, most people probably don't have him. You might want to go out there because tight end is such a critical position right now. And if you, if you can find somebody that can be consistent, get, uh, go get Hireman right now. I, it's, he's an option.
0: Yeah, no, he is certainly an option. Uh, he had four for 57 yeah. this last yep. week. So that, again, if you're in a PPR league and you can get 10 points out of your tight end this year, you are happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's no doubt. And as far as the rest of that team goes, uh, the running game did well against the Chiefs, like you had mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman both did very well uh, fantasy-wise, but the receivers were just not cutting it this last week. So uh, do you think that will continue against your Jets, or do you think uh, Case Keenum can find Emmanuel Sanders and bring him back into fantasy relevance well, this week? Well,
1: the Jets' defense is actually halfway decent. I, It's just unfortunate that our offense can't keep up with – the other offenses. I, it just right now our offense just doesn't look very good. It's not, it's not out there scoring a bunch of points. We're getting very, very mediocre points on offense. So I think that Emmanuel Sanders is going to be fine. I don't really know what to expect about anybody else on that offense, but it's we might be just keying on Emmanuel Sanders right now. What else do we have to do? I mean, we our defense is actually okay. It's young, and I I do believe that we can stop. Their their offense because that offense isn't that great. This is a game that the Jets could win because <laughs> matchup wise these guys aren't. It's it's not something if you're if you're not a fan of either one of these teams you probably don't want to watch this game. It's not going to be that nope. fun.
0: It's not on my list of games that I'm going to be looking at. <laughs> Unfortunately, I will be watching the game. So yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, next game is one that I will be uh very focused on mm-hmm. Atlanta at Pittsburgh there is ah. so much fantasy relevance in this game uh you've got the unbelievably uh, up-ticked Kelvin Ridley right now yeah. and you've got on the other end Juju Smith-Schuster yep. who has been outperforming Antonio Brown so yeah. it's the battle of the number 2 receivers in this <laughs> game perhaps yeah
1: um that's what it seems like, but and, and the, the problem is, is when you when you start counting out Antonio Brown, he's gonna, he's gonna go crazy. Just that seems what I don't know. Antonio Brown is somebody that is such a great talent that you can't really expect anything less out of him than a stellar performance. And when you do get something less, you're shocked. You're like, wow, what is going on right here? But I think the the main thing that we all need to concern ourselves about is that I heard a rumor that Le'Veon mm-hmm. Bell was going to come back during the bye week.
0: Yep, that's what I heard as well.
1: So that is very telling. Like that is bye bye James Conner. If you got him now, you can't count on him after after the bye week, which I think is week seven. Oh, well, you.
0: Couldn't count on him last week. Nine carries yeah. for nineteen yards mm-hmm. and three catches for twenty-five. That's not going to win you any games. <laughs> no. So and,
1: and they know they need Bell. They know it. But Bell is controlling the whole situation. I give him kudos for that. Like I, yeah. I don't, I don't agree with him sitting out. But he's
0: controlling it. He's got all the control right now. And after Earl Thomas, what happened to him? Right, uh, it makes it look like Le'Veon Bell is actually doing it for you know. Hey, look there it is. If I come back when you want me to, there's that chance that I'm going to get injured yep. and I'm going to have to wait for my payday mm-hmm. that I believe I deserve. So, <laughs> yep, it's it's an interesting situation, and I do think that the Pittsburgh Steelers absolutely do need Le'Veon Bell to have a chance this year. Yeah,
1: and that's that's pretty obvious right now because they're just not playing Steelers football. And Le'Veon Bell, and that first week we all thought, oh, maybe they don't need Le'Veon Bell. But then after that, it's like, well, if they need Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> they they can't win without him. And they they clearly can't do it the way they want to without him.
0: And on the other side of that ball is the Atlanta Falcons, who have been putting up points. Matt Ryan yeah. has been fantasy amazing. He has lost now two games in a row where he's had like 130-something plus <laughs> QB rating, and he had last week he had 419 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. And you know, Julio had nine for 173, Mohamed Sanu, six for 11, yeah. Calvin Ridley had four catches, and two of those were touchdowns. I mean, it was an amazing performance, and they still allowed Andy Dalton to come back and steal that game from him.
1: Yeah, and that's what <laughs> we talked, we already talked about the Bengals, but. That's just kind of how the Bengals are doing it this year. It seems, seems it seems right for them. I don't. I guess really hard to say the Bengals are doing something right, <laughs> but listen, the Falcons are doing something right too. They just they're not getting that win, and they 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 have. I mean, Julio's surpassing my expectations to a certain extent. At least this last game, he did, and Ridley's getting them touchdowns. That's that's unbelievable. And even Sanu is getting a bunch. This team is a powerful team, and you don't really want to face them. But hey, if they're going to let the lead go like that, you have a chance if you're playing against them. But you don't have a chance if you're playing against their their players in fantasy football because these guys are lighting it up.
0: Yep. Uh, if you've got a, an Atlanta Falcon Get him in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Devontae Freeman is supposed to be packed this week. Mm. Uh, Not that Tevin Coleman has been doing great. Uh, Ido Smith stole a touchdown from him this last week. So it's been a little hard, even though he's been having good matchups. Devontae Freeman this week, though, against Pittsburgh, if he's playing, is still a decent option. So I've got him in a couple leagues. I'm going to have to play him and hope it. It's a shootout of some kind, and he gets his.
1: Yeah, I agree with uh, that. I, I, I don't. I don't know how comfortable I would be with Freeman right
0: now. But if you have to, you have to. Yep. Uh, our last early game is the Giants at the Panthers. Uh, we had a week without Christian McCaffrey, and it seemed like a year <laughs> without him because man, I was missing missing those points he was giving me in a couple of teams. Oh yeah, there's no doubt about that. Then. <laughs>
1: I don't have to say any more about Christian McCaffrey. I mean, it, it, he's he's been amazing. He's going to continue to be. But as far as the rest of that offense, I tell you what, Cam Newton looks great, and I think he continues to be great fantasy relevant, extremely fantasy relevant. I didn't have him this last week, and I had to play Sam Darnold, and you know he got me a touchdown. So mm-hmm. I did okay mm-hmm. with Darnold, but it, it's nothing like what Cam Newton is getting me. Cam Newton's getting me like two passing touchdowns and two rushing touchdowns almost every single week and that is right. really really good. And I would imagine that you can't you can't you if you have him it's really hard to bench him for anybody right now because the rushing touchdowns if they
0: count for more in whatever league you're in you're you're sitting pretty. And the team that they're playing against, the New York Giants, we discussed oh, in the yeah. opening. Their offense is horrible, although one of our must-starts from last week, Sterling Shepard, came through yeah. 10 for 77 and a touchdown, so if you played him, you were very, very happy. I, th- I think it continues, to be honest. I think that he's he's somebody that can consistently be good
1: every single week, and I, and I don't think that the secondary of the Panthers is really all that to die for right now. So I think that staring Shepard could have another really big week this week.
0: Yeah. And I think he's getting extra targets because of Evan Ingram being out. Yeah. So yep. that is helping for now. Uh, I mean, Odell Beckham is getting targets, but for whatever reason him and Eli are not hooking up and yep. Saquon Barkley, he is scoring and getting some points, but it's just, that's not enough for that team to win. No, that team's not going to win very many games. We already
1: discussed that. But it's just uh,
0: fantasy-wise,
1: you still start Odell. You I would start Shepard almost every week consistently now. Yeah. And Eli Manning, you can't start. I would obviously start uh Shaquan, Saquon um every week, but but yeah, I, that's it. You can't start Eli. You can't
0: start anybody except for Barkley, Shepard, and Beckham. And, you know, everybody thought it was going to be an old-time shootout like the Saints and Giants yeah. <laughs> did a couple of years back, and that was an amazing game. I remember where I was when that happened. Mm-hmm. That's how big of a game that was. I We took the kids to the park, and I kept looking at my phone, and I was like, wait a second. I mean I just looked at this like 30 seconds ago and there's another <laughs> score. Like this is ridiculous. And Eli Manning was 31 of 41 this game. He, yeah. he completed all, uh, like 75% of his passes but for only 255 yards. Yeah. He, so it just doesn't something's look, weird there. It's just not the
1: same. <laughs> and that's why I think he's going to retire
0: after. This. It's something's just
1: not right. It's not he's not the same.
0: I that's all I can say. We covered Carolina, so mm-hmm. we'll move along to the late games. The first one there is Oakland at the Chargers. Uh, Oakland finally put up some points. <laughs> yeah, can they do it two weeks in a row? Uh boy. Um,
1: <laughs> Jordy looks fine. I'd, I, kind of think Jared Cook does something this week. He's been fairly consistent. I kind of th- surprised out of Jared Cook. I, yes, me too. Yeah, so I, unless he gets hurt, I, I. I'm, you know, It's tight end position. Well, we said it again. You got a tight end. You just start them. You just got to do it. Um, Marshawn Lynch. It's fine. I mean, I, all these guys seem like they're fine. Like I don't. I don't really have a problem starting them, but I'm not
0: super excited to start them either. Well, and I said last week before the games that oh, Derek Carr hasn't been able to get all three of those guys fantasy relevant yeah. at all this year and what did he come out and do? <laughs> Mari Cooper 8 for 128 and a touchdown, mm-hmm. Jared Cook 8 for 110 and two touchdowns and Jordy Nelson 5 for 48 and a touchdown yep. even Martavis Bryant got involved. So, yeah. but it, it was the Cleveland Browns. We don't know what ever to expect against them. Yeah. So against the Chargers, <laughs> um their defense is should have be better, but they haven't really been better so far this year the chargers every single year it just seems
1: like they have so much talent and they never really put it together
0: it it, yeah that's basically it uh philip rivers was okay he had three touchdowns so that made him all right fantasy wise melvin gordon did his thing he was awesome keenan allen has been meh yep uh Austin Eckler got you a touchdown if you played him. Antonio Gates even got you a touchdown last yeah, week. Yeah. Uh, so according to last week's game against the San Francisco 49ers, I'm not 100% certain that the Chargers can keep up with the Raiders if they keep going the way they are. I wouldn't put your money on it. <laughs> Well,
1: I wouldn't put your money on it either. (laughs) What money? I don't have any of that stuff. You're right, Um, but yeah, I it's the Raiders and the way it's been very, very one guy here, one guy here, one guy here, and then all of them get together. Maybe it goes back to one guy, and then it's just they just keep consistently going. One guy, one guy, one guy. Everybody, one guy, one guy, one guy. Everybody. I don't know. It's very odd. And it again. You said it. It was the Browns. So what yeah. are we? What are we really looking at here?
0: Yeah, uh, the Chargers. Just man, they're all right fantasy wise, but and they're in their two and two. So it's not like no, they're yeah. out of it by any means. But they've scored a lot of points and they've given up a lot of points. So I'm thinking it's going to be another shootout of sorts, unless Derek Carr goes back to being the Derek Carr. of The first couple of weeks of the season, it Yeah, yeah. I just can't put my... I'm not plugging and playing them in DFS lineups. I guess I'll put it that way. That's exactly the point right there. Uh, Another late game, which uh, we were discussing before we started recording. We don't know why it's a late game because it's Minnesota at Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure why this East Coast game is late, but hey, it's late and we'll get to see a little more prime time. Maybe that's why it is. (laughs) Um, uh, Minnesota, holy crap! They tried to keep up with the Rams. Uh, yeah, uh, do, do they do it again against Philadelphia? It's not like our defense has been terrible. Yeah,
1: I mean, th- th- Philadelphia is frustrating me uh, to say the least. I, I'm I'm sorry, but I, I'm I'm getting frustrated with what I've seen out of the Eagles. It's not that they've been bad. It's not that they've been mediocre. It's just that they've been they haven't been. What I have expected out of them. Even with Carson Wentz back, the offense doesn't look the way that I expected it. Now, I will I will ask you a question about okay. about the, what do you expect from Elshon Jeffrey now? That last week was great. Do you expect that to
0: continue? Well, if there were no questions about him having an illness, okay. I yeah. would have wanted to put him into my lineup last yeah. week. Well if that tells you anything, Alshon Jeffrey, he as the season went on later and later last year, him and Carson had these throws, and it was instant in this game last game against the Titans. The same mm-hmm. throws, the same routes, the same touch and perfect placement. And I think they have such a rapport that Alshon Jeffrey, especially without somebody on the other side that's going to stretch the field because we have no Mike Wallace or no Mac Hollins. Uh, Although Jordan Matthews looked okay. He only had the one big catch, but it was enough. And that might help a little bit. But I think Alshon Jeffrey should be in your lineups I'm going to try and get him in everywhere that I have him
1: I agree with that but just I was just wondering if you think that he regresses and it's not going to be as good as it was last week last week was pretty good I'm not saying it was yeah, amazing last week was great but yeah <laughs> yeah it, it was just it was really good if you actually put him in your lineup, which I did in one of my leagues I have him in two leagues I did not play him in the one and I regretted it um but yeah I, I did I did not expect to have that kind of production out of, especially with you know the illness and all that stuff that was floating around there. On the other side of the field, um, <laughs> the guy that you were really, really high on to begin with, mm. Delvin Cook, what do we do with him?
0: Man, Dalvin Cook, he's just been nursing these weird little injuries mm-hmm. that he just can't stay on the field, and it's frustrating. I'm not going to lie, yeah. Dalvin Cook has disappointed me severely up to this point but minnesota's offensive line has been garbage and i have a stat for you okay and this plays through uh i mentioned i wanted to talk about defensive line replacements for khalil Mack and hakeem hicks well here it is you're going to want to get some eagles defensive line players if they're not snatched up already try and get some of those guys because minnesota's offensive line has surrendered 81 total pressures through four games a quarter of the season okay the average offensive line gives up 160 over a season (laughs) minnesota is on pace to give up 324 which would be the most we've seen in a decade by 70
1: (laughs) it's only been a quarter of the season and they're giving up half of what the average is (laughs) yes that's yeah that's pretty telling I, i gotta say i agree with you on this um Although you're saying you know start your if you're in D- or if you're in a, a defensive scoring league, you're saying start your defensive lineman on the Eagles. Now that's right. <laughs> will that how much will that translate to the possibility of the um, of them getting sacks because they have to throw the ball because Dalvin Cook's not being the Delvin Cook that he should be. And how much does that translate? I'm giving you all sorts of questions. Uh, how much does that translate into Thielen and
0: Diggs and even Rudolph? Well, if Tennessee is any indication of how we're playing defense as a whole right now, you're going to want Cousins and Thielen and Diggs out there. Yep. Because Taewon Taylor had 7 for 77 mm-hmm. against us. And that's kind of the role that Thielen plays. So if we can't get to Kirk Cousins, they're probably going to pick us apart. We've been playing this weird... Uh, soft zone, uh, three safety kind of deal. And Corey Graham is not. He's an in-between a safety and a corner guy. He can't keep up with the fast guys. He's not physical enough with the big guys. Yeah. Uh, so that Rodney McLeod injury really has hurt us. Yeah, that, uh, it does look that way. Uh, and Corey Davis, playing the Stefan Diggs role, had nine for 161 and a touchdown. So... <laughs> He really ate us up alive. He had 15 targets. Marcus Mariota was just finding him. Even Tajay Sharp came back from the dead and scored a touchdown against us. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm not liking the way our defense is, but if we can get pressure, like I know we can, it's still going to give us a chance to get to the quarterback and pull off, you know, a sack fumble or a bad throw, which can lead to an interception because we do have some playmakers in the defensive backfield still. Yeah. They've just been giving up long plays. Yep. Um, (laughs) <laughs> There's so was
1: sort of, well, something you said in there. It's just like and uh yeah. It just kinda reminded uh, me of yeah. <laughs> of a office space. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and play
0: Thielen and Diggs this week. <laughs> that, there you go. I like it. I guess that's about all I've got to say about that yeah, game. I'm yeah. very nervous. Uh Minnesota is only got one win on the year. Yeah. Philadelphia's two and two and every game has been close, so this rematch of the NFC Championship game is not looking to be as exciting as it's weird. what people may have hoped it to be.
1: Outside of that one horrible game against Buffalo, I actually kind of feel like the Vikings have played pretty well. I mean, they, I mean, the Rams are the Rams, so you can't expect to win that game. And then you tie against right. the Packers but i don't i feel like they've played pretty well look outside that one horrible game against buffalo but when you lose to buffalo it seems like you just you're terrible so i right. <laughs> i don't know i don't really know what to think about them right now but i do think they're better than what they've what the record is there's no doubt in my mind about that
0: and do you know how buffalo beat them they got to cousins and made him fumble mm-hmm. so that's where that defensive line has got to step up right away in this game, start. get the pressure going, get a turnover or two, and then hopefully cruise the rest of the gotta way. Yeah, they got
1: to start looking at some film about what, how Buffalo beat them. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's not right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that would be like the Eagles telling Carson Wentz to look at film of Dak Prescott.
1: <laughs> oh, man. That was no. a shot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we'll move along to an actual West Coast team that's playing the late game that makes sense. Arizona at San Francisco. Uh we get another game out of Josh Rosen who didn't look horrible, but it just it was against the Seahawks team that yeah. isn't their former selves anymore either. That whole game was just weird. I mean, Mike Davis, really. <laughs> so <laughs> that that
1: one though, I think that if you want to and you have space on your roster, I wouldn't mind taking a flyer on him right now. I think, I think there's a possibility there that there's just something going on. I don't, I I can't, I can't be certain, but I have this feeling that he might be relevant later on, not saying like right now, but I just, I just got, there's something about him. I have him on my team. I'm not saying you have to go get him. I'm not, saying he's going to be stellar I'm just saying think about it I don't know
0: think about it Uh, but to the game at hand uh, the Cardinals they did get David Johnson more involved he wasn't hugely productive yards wise but he did have uh, 71 yards and a touchdown on the ground and three catches for 41 yards so he's involved you can play David Johnson he's still not that top four overall pick that most people took him as uh, and Larry Fitzgerald did not practice today. It's, yeah. Josh Rosen doesn't have much for weapons around him, so I don't know what we can really expect from him until they can build a team around him. Basically, just expect what any other quarterback could do with
1: that team. And yeah. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to sit there and say that Sam Bradford's been horrible I and mean, he hasn't looked good, but that team just right now is just is so underwhelming, and I'm not sure much else could happen even if you have a above average quarterback there so I'm giving Josh Rosen a a pass this year whether or not he's successful or not I'm just saying it's fine he's get him out there get him some experience and I hope the coaches are telling him that too just saying, you know don't worry about wins and losses we're probably not going to do that great this year but (laughs) if you can show us some things that we like we can actually start putting some pieces around you, and we can actually make this team a very good, legitimate threat in this in this league. And I, I do believe that they have a shot to do that if they just kind of just wait and have Rosen just sit there and learn. Uh, I I am not condoning putting Bradford back in there. I'm not saying that because he just didn't look good enough to to continue going in that direction. But
0: I'm just saying that. It, Rosen just needs some time. That's all. Yep. And the other quarterback in that game, C.J. Beathard, is who I should have played last week instead of Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> in the flag league because that was my only oh, two options. Man. And that whole that whole yeah.
1: scenario with Fitzpatrick <laughs> just kind of frustrating. It's like I know he didn't do that great against the Steelers, but you just you you have one bad game last week, and it just seems like they they were just so trigger happy.
0: Yep crazy they needed they wanted any excuse not to keep going with the ryan fitzpatrick cycle they wanted to break the cycle (laughs) and bench him when maybe he shouldn't have been benched because like maybe if we just just try and break the cycle and maybe we hope that James Winston gets hurt again, and then he comes back in, and he has three more great games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll start a different cycle of some kind. Well, I don't know well, what the Bucks are thinking.
1: Maybe we'll create a phantom injury, and then, and then he can come in and do there good. You and go. and let's we'll just say, oh, Winston's back and ready now, so it's okay. Wow, well, yeah, that's <laughs> that's
0: a theory. I'm, I'm all for conspiracy theories in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> well the only other person I really like playing on the Niners right now is George Kittle. Yeah. Uh, we yep. thought Matt Breda would be, but man, he's nursing some weird nagging injuries. He's not doing bad with his uh, attempts, but he's just not as involved as I would hope he would be. He only had three targets this last week. I,
1: I like, I like Breda as far as consistency. Cause he has been very consistent. Um, he's just not, you know, breaking stuff out. He's not, one of them top running backs that you can grab but he's been consistent. So I'm okay. I'm on board with him. I just don't know how if you're trying to get him in a trade or trying to sell him. I just don't know how much you're going to either get or you know how much you want to give up to give some to get somebody like this on your team.
0: Yep, he doesn't have a lot of value. We need to have him get one Good game. Hey, maybe against Arizona, yeah. maybe that's the game that he produces, gets eighty to one hundred yards on the ground, and five or six catches for another 50 60 yards, and a touchdown. And then maybe he has some value to somebody that is nursing running back injuries, and they, you know, didn't have Mark Ingram stashed on their bench. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Who we'll get to in a minute. Uh, but we'll move along to another West Coast game. The Rams at the Seahawks. The, it's in Seattle, but I could still see this being a blowout. Yeah, I don't really expect the Seahawks.
1: I don't care where it's at. I, these ramp the Rams team are, right now is just it's just it's too good. It's too good offensively, defensively. This team looks like they are poised to make not just the playoffs, but a very deep run into the playoffs. I. It, it's it's crazy the moment jeff Frischer goes that team goes off like they uh, they didn't i'm not saying they were awesome awesome last year but the moment he left boy he must have it's been a really bad coach huh
0: <laughs> i don't know how else you explain it because jared Goff, yeah 26 exactly. of 33 for 465 yards five touchdowns only one sack a perfect Quarterback rating of one hundred and fifty eight point three, mm-hmm. and making Cooper Cup a superstar yeah. in that last yep. game. Man, you can't sit Cooper Cup. I don't care. <laughs> you, yeah, you pretty much have to start him every
1: week now. And another person you can't sit, and you would never consider this either way. But is Todd Gurley? He has been Todd Gurley. He's been great. Yeah, I don't know exactly what's going to end up at the end of the year, but he could end up leading the league in fantasy
0: points this this year as well. He may be the first person since LaDainian Tomlinson <laughs> to finish as the number one running back. We were saying it all yep. preseason, like it's never happened. Last time it was LaDainian Tomlinson. Well, Todd Gurley does look pretty darn yep. good. I mean, he only had 83 yards on the ground, but it was almost five yard per average. And he had four catches for 73 yards a touchdown, and a long of 56 yards. So it's not like he's just getting these dump-offs. Correct. He's taking that ball and running people over and getting big, big yards. So, man, Todd Gurley, he is the man. If you've got him in a dynasty, you're set for a while, it seems like. (laughs) yep. Uh, And the Seahawks, it's just going to be – who do you even play for the Seahawks? Do you even – I mean, you can play Russell Wilson – but you're expecting it to be garbage time points, probably more than him just trying to keep up. Although they are two and zero in their last two games, but it was against the Cowboys and the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, can you even trust Chris
1: Carson right now? Like, I, no, I, I don't know what I don't. You can't really trust him. Baldwin. Maybe Lockett. Maybe, but that's because Russell Wilson is a maybe. You don't really, you can't maybe. It's just, uh, all these guys are just maybes. That's really the whole team in a nutshell right now.
0: I'm looking at their stats versus the Cardinals, and the only person that did anything was Mike Davis. (laughs) <laughs> and it wasn't like he was like, oh, 15 carries for 100-plus yards, you know, with like a 7-yard. No, he averaged 4.8 yards of carry mm-hmm. on 21 carries for just over 100 yards in the two touchdowns. So he was very, very good fantasy-wise, but that was all. I mean, there was nothing. If you took a chance and played Doug Baldwin, you got five catches for 41 yards. That's not what you were looking for. Yeah. But it's all right. It's okay. I would expect those numbers to be better only because they're probably going to be down by a lot of points in the first half.
1: Yep. And because I can't trust Chris Carson or obviously Rashad Penny, I kind of trust Mike Davis. Just saying. I... Just a smidge. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to say no, but I'm not going to say yes oh, yet. I perfectly
1: understand that <laughs> yeah I mean he has he has to show it on a consistent basis, but I do believe that he's got his opportunity right now, and he needs to he needs to capitalize because he he looked really
0: good last week, like you said uh Sunday night game, Dallas at Houston, so the Battle of Texas, a battle of two teams that have not found an identity whatsoever yet this <laughs> year we don't know what they're expecting I've done one. Uh, I did a a draft on Draft, uh, the app, and it was the first one I've done this year because I keep forgetting that I have money in there, (laughs) and I've been just doing the DraftKings stuff, and I was like, oh, I'll do one of those, and I ended up taking the chance on Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. I was able to get both of them for the stack in that one, so I'm hoping at home versus the Cowboys that they'll be able to put up a bunch of points, but... Yeah, I'm not gonna hold my breath.
1: It, well, tell me something. Do you think Deshaun Watson is back after last week?
0: Ah, oh, man, it's—he looked like he was back, but it was a shootout against the Colts, yeah. and Andrew Luck had to do the same thing. Yeah, I just—I heard that they
1: were experimenting and they were trying to get this thing back on page and they feel like they have done that so i don't know i kind of think
0: that they might be back on page the thing about him being back mm-hmm. is there were not long bombs in that game correct it was manufactured deandre hopkins had 10 for 169 and a touchdown My boy Kiki Kuti had 11 for 109 with only a long of 19. And Will Fuller only had a long of 22 and a touchdown. So they didn't do it like they did last year. But, I mean, Deshaun Watson was definitely extremely fantasy relevant. Yes, he was. And that's why I think they may have figured
1: something out. I think they're back on the same page where they were. They they feel like they have confidence. I think they might be able... To get some wins. I'm not going to put them in the category that I had them before the season started. But I feel like that offense is just is too talented to not be able to put wins together. And I think they have a good chance of getting a win this week.
0: I think part of the reason they look better is because of one J.J. Watt. <laughs> well, yeah. He has been on fire uh-huh. the last two weeks. He's had five sacks, which is now tied with Khalil Mack, uh, except he's done it in just the last two games. (laughs) Khalil Mack's just been doing it every game. Yeah. (laughs) So J.J. Watt back, which opened the door for Jadavian Clowney to have a good game Mm -hmm. as well. So maybe the Houston defense is at least starting to get pressure where they need to get pressure. And Andrew Luck, you know, I told you to go out and get him last week if you could, and he had a good game but maybe this could be a really good game for that defensive line because Dallas sucks <laughs> still i'm just going to keep saying it. it's just and they they pulled out a win against the lions they should not have it yeah. really i it sucks looking at their record cuz they're two and two just like the eagles are and like yeah really? that's all right they they do not look like a two and two team they're going
1: to be like Four, they're gonna get like four wins all year, maybe five. It's not gonna be any better than that. I can't imagine they have to play the Giants again. There's a win. I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't imagine they get much better. And I, I saw, you know what? I gotta go on a little bit of a rant here, just a smidge, just a little bit. I, it, <laughs> okay. I read something earlier today that saying that the Gallup was going to come out and be ridiculous throughout the rest of the season and I was just thinking to myself well he hasn't shown any there's no reason for you to even say this like I right. just kind of it was just it's just a little rant I'm not gonna go too far into it but it just kind of frustrated me to see something like that you're not backing it up with any st- stats or anything like that so <laughs> I'm just I don't know there's a there's a problem there to where somebody is I, I I'm done I'm not gonna go huge into that but it just kind of bothered me
0: well I see this last game and I'm looking at the targets. Mm -hmm. Alan Hearns, Jeff Swaim, Michael Gallup, Cole Beasley all had five targets. Ezekiel had four targets but caught all four of them for 88 yards in a touchdown. He was their leading receiver. Everybody else was just around. And then, you know, they have a guy that could break out a big play once in a while, Tavon Austin. He had one target and one rush. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Why do you have him if you're not going to try and use him? I
1: don't know. He's a, he's a weapon. He's one of them electric type guys. You always want one of them players on your team. I'm not saying he's – if he was on any other team, he's, he's not really fantasy relevant. But on that team he is because they don't really have anything else. But if he's on any other team, they use him in special ways, and it's not just for one play. That's what I'm saying. Like You get him, okay, you have an end around, You have a little dump-off pass, a screen type of play. This guy is electric, he's fast, and he's good. And he always has been he just hasn't been used the correct way and the cowboys have been using him fairly decently but last week no and it's kind of weird
0: to me so yeah um, i'm expecting this to be a blowout in favor of houston yeah. but that's could just be me biased against the cowboys as well i'm not
1: going to but... make any blowout predictions anymore because every time <laughs> no, i none. every time i do that it's either a really close game or the team that I pick to blow out the other team loses. And so I'm not going to do that. Except for the New York Jets are going
0: to blow. No, I'm just not going to. I'm not going to go there. (laughs) All right. We got one game left. That's the Monday Nighter against, again, a couple of teams that haven't really found their true identity yet. The Redskins, who are just not great. And then the Saints, who have been fine fantasy-wise for the most part, but you're not sure what to expect out of them because, well, I went out and traded for Drew Brees this last week because I only had one quarterback left on my roster because everybody either got benched or hurt or (laughs) whatnot. So I traded for Drew Brees, and what does he do? He goes out there and throws for no touchdowns. I'm like, oh, that's great in my other league that I have Alvin Kamara in. But (laughs) How many times has Drew Brees not thrown a touchdown? Not many. I, I know there's a couple, but good Lord, over the course of his career. He's crazy. <sighs> the week I trade for him. 217 yards, no touchdowns. <laughs> That's yeah. it. He couldn't even get a rushing touchdown. He had four carries for negative one That'd be yard. great. So he got I me mean, negative .1 points rushing. If he got a rushing <laughs> touchdown
1: and didn't throw a touchdown, I'd like to see that. That'd be kind of funny.
0: I think it has happened once. Maybe I'll have to yeah. look that up Yeah, later, <laughs> yeah maybe. This is Redskins at the Saints, I think think this should be a Saints game. I don't see any way that the Redskins can keep up with Kamara, and now that Ingram is back, this could just be a, a complete ball control game for the Saints, and it'll be a very efficient game for Drew Brees. I don't think he goes scoreless again, but Washington is 2-1. and one, So yeah. um, I'm going to flip it a little bit and go with the
1: Washington offense. I think Adrian Peterson, I'm a little scared of him this week. Not just because I think it's going to be a possible blowout. I'm not a possible blowout. I'm not going there. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I just think that his in, his injury is net. it's just kind of like, yeah, I don't really want to deal with him. So if I'm going with a running back out of Washington, I'm probably going to go with Chris Thompson this week. But Jordan Reed's been pretty good, <laughs> to say the least. Alex Smith has been – you know, consistent to say the least. Uh, The rest of the offense I don't really trust and probably won't unless they start being more consistent and not just consistent, but I have to see it. I have to see, like, bigger games. Like, I can't just see consistent 10-point
0: games every week. I have to see something more out of that offense. Yeah, And this last week was the first week that Michael Thomas did not reach double-digit receptions, mm. though he caught every single target that he was thrown to. But, again, they didn't need to. The Giants were so yeah. bad against the run that Alvin Kamara just tore him a new one. <laughs> but, yeah, and Kamara, let's let's face it, the guy is super, super Super amazing.
1: I, I don't know if I've seen a running back this good since uh, Barry Sanders. I, I and that's put him in a really high company. But oh, yeah. I mean, this guy—he looks, he looks amazing. And somebody asked a question: Do you think Mark? Ingram, I don't remember who it was, but somebody asked a question: Do you think Mark Ingram you know, coming back is going to damper Kamara's fantasy production or even on his on the field production? Maybe a little, but. I mean, Kamara's amazing. I I can't imagine that they stop handing him the ball and giving him the dump-off passes and stuff like that because this guy, he's such a talent. Ingram's going to get his, but it's not. Like I said at the beginning of the year, I thought that Ingram was going to flip-flop with Kamara this year. I thought that his numbers from last year would go to Kamara, and Kamara's numbers from last year would go to Ingram. And that's going to happen, except for I think it's going to be even more in Kamara's favor it this year. It might be. I, I, I just
0: I don't see Kamara slowing down. I uh, know. And one of the big knocks on Kamara coming into this year, at least people thought, were – the average of his carries and his receptions. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. well, he can't keep you know doing seven yards a carry. Well, do you know what he did against the Giants? 19 <laughs> carries for 134 yards and a 7.1 carry average. Yes, that's, yes he he's can. He's still there. Yes, he can. Yes, he I, can. He, <laughs> I,
1: I, I don't have – there's two guys that I've been high on, and that's Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara, and they have both – done exactly what I have said they would do.
0: Yes, so far, spot on with those two guys. I'm glad we picked him up in the leagues that we got him in, mm-hmm. and there has been no question that Alvin Kamara, besides Todd Gurley, has been the only other running back that was worth a first round selection yeah. so far. Maybe Melvin Gordon, yeah. you could throw him in there, but man, as as a top five pick, those two were the only ones that were worth it.
1: Yes, I, I mean, there's... Uh... <laughs>
0: I mean, maybe Zeke. I guess you could throw Zeke. Zeke Zeke is creeping
1: up there because he. I mean, he he had a really good game last week, but it's 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 yeah. You can't put anybody else up there. You could have probably waited if you would have known that they were going to produce this little. But especially well, Le'Veon Bell because he was going (laughs) he was going every single week, and I feel bad for everybody that went out and got him in that first round because
0: boy, you did you had no idea. Yep. Um if you're in a full slate docket, I I'm still paying up in DFS for Alvin Kamara. I don't care how much you got to pay for him. Yep. I like putting him in there. I had him in a couple of lineups last week that won me a little bit. Uh I'm not doing amazing yeah. <laughs> in DFS, but I'm I'm getting a little more comfortable playing certain DFS lineups, so yeah. We'll uh we'll see how they pan out this week. Uh like I said, no Chicago and no Tampa Bay this yep. week. So you can't fire up your Tariq Cohens and Mitch Trubisky's after last week's amazing performances. <laughs> uh, we'll have to wait a week before we can talk about them
1: Boy, again. I mean, I will say I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I have to. I wasn't watching the Bears game. But when I saw that he had sc- scored, he had thrown five touchdowns before the half was even close to over. I was like, whoa, oh, what's going <laughs> I, yeah that was I couldn't believe it. I still was in shock. I couldn't believe it.
0: Still still in shock. Oh. I kissed I still can't believe it. No, uh, we <laughs> we took our first loss in the dynasty superflex league. Yeah. Uh not by much, but we our second quarterback was Joe Flacco and he did great. Mm-hmm. But Mitch Trubisky was sitting on our bench because he'd just been yeah. average. Yep. And we had Tariq Cohen on our bench because he'd just been well probably a little below average for what we had hoped he would <laughs> yeah, be. Yeah, that's true. But then he goes off for seven for hundred and twenty one yeah. and a touchdown receiving. It's like, oh, like, uh, just like we said last week, the team needs to
1: click. And maybe they found that yep. that maybe they found it. And this might this be. might be the start of the Chicago Bears stellar offense. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: it's wow, if that happens, that division Needs to look out. Ooh, yeah. Because that defense is great, and if that offense can click, forget the, about it. With the way that
1: the Packers, I mean, the Packers are fairly legitimate still, but the way the Vikings have started, the Lions have started, I can't see any reason why the Bears can't contend for that division. No.
0: No reason at all. No. Uh, with that said we oh man we were recording this so gone. Late. <laughs> we're fairly long and yes fairly late so we're gonna end it there so I can get this thing edited and off to you guys um, we'll say again we are on our social media platforms at fantasy fuel on twitter facebook.com slash fantasy fuel we are also uh, on the fantasy football stardom or sit' page yeah. on Facebook. As well as our fantasy football through Fantasy Fuel, you can find us all over. We do uh, join conversations all over the internets, yeah, and all that good stuff. And we'll,
1: we'll be on, you know, uh, the fantasy football starting to sit them, and a lot of other people are on that too. So if you have a question that you need answered, like right now, because you just you're impatient, you can go to the page and you can ask. And there's a bunch of people, like they say. Two heads are better than one, and you're going to get a whole lot of people yes, to get there in there. Are
0: thousands of heads in yes. there, so you will get all sorts of different views. And if you want a tiebreaker, then come over to our page and ask us directly, and then we'll <laughs> give you the tiebreaker. Yeah. Yep. But there's lots of conversation going on over there, so check them out. Uh, the link will be in the show notes for you to go directly there. Uh, we've got our phone number still if you want to. Send us a question, uh, 608-492-3443, and I think that's going to do it. Any last thoughts? I think that's it. I think we're good to go. All right. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys, and don't forget to stay fueled up this fantasy season.